Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. I am Anna Roisman, and I just kind of sang that. Uh, this is the podcast for all the people who are looking for work. Maybe you have work. Maybe you hate work. I don't know. But you know what? There's a lot of people unemployed right now, so hopefully this resonates with them because we're going to talk all about jobs and and no jobs and, and what have you not. And I am here with producer Ellen. Ellen, what's going on? Work. You know, wow. you know, the old saying work can't live with it, can't live without it. Yeah, it's for work. I didn't know it was for I work. think it's for women, but I think it works for work. Women. Too. <laughs> Gotta love that. Hey, feminism was huge back then. That's cool. That's pretty. Oh, no, my alarm. Oh, no. <laughs> you know why my alarm is going off? Actually, this is great for the podcast. Because I'm doing my side hustle right now as we as we podcast, I am tie-dyeing sweatshirts for people for the Anna Dyed sweatshirt line. Don't worry, you have one in your future. And uh, and they're dry they're in the dry they're ready to go in the dryer now. Do you have You're to gonna do edit that right this now? out? No, Jared can do it. My my uh, assistant Jared Hacker can do that. Okay, so um, cut all of that out. We don't want to No <laughs> I don't care. We don't really don't have to cut any of this out as long as we keep it tight. Uh so tell me, how was your week? Oh boy, it's been a blur. Um I didn't even think of like a I didn't think of some bullet points to bring with me today. I don't know what Ellen. to say. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you how my week was because I yeah, love you talking. Told me. Yeah, go. I love talking about myself. I worked a lot this week. I did two HQ shows. It was so much fun it was hq's birthday and i did trivia about hq and then i did a surprise game of words and it was like it literally was like going on a date with your old ex-boyfriend like and it was like a perfect night and you're like why did we ever break up uh (laughs) you know what i mean beautiful yeah not that i have an ex i'd want to go out with you know what some people do you get the metaphor um i get it i get it yeah but then i tweeted about employ i tweeted about a job employment i tweeted about a job i had last night and it did really well. Love when a tweet goes like, you know, goes semi-viral. I, I wouldn't say viral. Likes. Yeah. It got some likes. Yeah. Because I tweeted about when I bartended for Ivanka Trump, like while she was speaking at the RNC. Yeah. So, so you know, relevant. So current. I know. Just like buzz word. I was telling Jared, I was like, oh, my God, this one time I actually worked for her. Not because I like want to work for Ivanka Trump, but like my friend who worked for her company was like, do you want to bartend this dumb like event <laughs> she it was she called you up and she was like this event is dumb but <laughs> she probably was like it's a really cool event and I was like my brain heard oh dumb event you know what I mean that's what my interpretation was right right uh but it was like about it was like at her jewelry store she used to have a jewelry store on Madison Avenue she sold big ass diamonds B-A-D and <laughs> <laughs> she sold wet ass diamonds everything is WAP now and <laughs> Uh, the, the event was like to see the diamonds, but it was for moms who are working like, you know, like moms who have careers and like women who do it all. I guess that was the like event. No, so they're buying was, huge diamonds. They're probably, you know, they figured out a way to do it all by they themselves. Did it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so mind you, bartending here, it was only like, um, lemonade and sparkling water which I was like oh really and they were like paying me $200 for like two hours and like they'll tip me on that and I was like fuck yeah Mm -hmm. two hours and it was like four to six it was like I could do it between shifts at like my restaurants you know what I mean like I was like oh wow literally Mm -hmm. dream job and uh dream job and she came in and I remember seeing her and you know she's very glamorous she's all diamond up and 
she talked about how, you know, impressive it is. Like, you know, people don't, no one knows except for the working mom how hard it is, you know. And I believe that. I, that is very hard. True. But literally, like, you know, and some people had their kids with them because it wasn't like, this wasn't an alcoholic party. And right. literally, she like, her her kids came in with a bunch of nannies and she like, you know, said hi. And like, they were just in the area and like walking by. And then she like put them in a car with like their driver and I just was like, man, <laughs> like after that kind of like a speech, you know, it was just like too yeah. funny. <laughs> I mean, it's hard being a working mother, true, but it's probably like exponentially easier when you have a nanny for every single sure. child. <laughs> all the help in the world. Yeah. And I know it's hard for people. I know people do daycare. They do all these people commented on the tweet. You know, the moms came out to like comment on the tweet. Oh, and I no. was like, I'm literally not saying anything aside from the irony of this speech. And then what happened with, you know, when when her nannies came and she put them in a car. Like, I was just like, that was it. I didn't say yeah. anything political or anything else. But, yeah. you know, people are like, yeah, don't anger the moms. You don't want to get into that. Especially the moms who love the Trumps. I mean, those moms will come hard. I at do not want to come face to face with a Trump mom. No, no thank you. <laughs> She'll rip your face off. Um, so, Ellen, we we decided that we wanted to read some anonymous work stories. You know what? And I'm opening this up to anybody listening right now. If you have like an old boss that you just want to shit on that you never got revenge you know over or anything or if you anything crazy happened to you at work you know uh we have a safe space you can email the unemployed team at gmail.com really safe email and uh we want to read them anonymously just so we can like you know people can hear about them and maybe they'll learn a lesson to not be that person that you encountered or to not (laughs) have this situation happen again Um, Mm -hmm. And so I got an email from someone and it's titled crazy job shit, which, (laughs) you know, me and so shit's going to go down. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. (laughs) Really great title. You know, really caught my eye. Mm -hmm. And uh, this person said that uh, during a summer they worked at a trampoline park. I've always wanted to go to one of those as a court monitor, which is they put in caps uh, because that that is a big title there. So basically they had to uh, make sure the customers followed the rules, prevent them from hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. However, uh, they did not drug test their employees, uh, which is surprising. Um, yeah, because everybody's going to be high for that job. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, if you come into work just like hammered and you're in a, with 400 trampolines around, like, oh, man, I can't. Mm-hmm. I imagine every day is a story at the trampoline park. Um Okay, so this is a fun one. Um, So people leaving or getting, this is what they typed. People leaving or getting fired wasn't uncommon on the day the sound system starts playing Make It Nasty by Tyga. (laughs) Oh, one day the sound system starts playing Make It Nasty by Tyga. The music there is all very poppy, kid-friendly, so, you know, it's weird to go to rap, especially weird for Tyga Make It Nasty, which was crazy. Parents start hearing the lyrics and looking around. Kids are jumping on the trampolines. They're oblivious to it. All of the court monitors start looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? And then smiling and trying to hide our laughter, seeing the parents' reactions to the song. Come to find out, one of the quiet guys got fired because he showed up late one too many times or something like that. So on his way out, he hijacked the sound system. That kid became a legend. Oh, man. It's always the quiet ones. 
I mean, I loved this. I thought this is so funny. Like the quiet one is like, fuck all of you people. I'll show you. I'm going to put on a dirty ass song. Yeah. So I would put on WAP. He'd put on WAP if it was today. If it was 2020. Yeah. But if it but was that's just like, that's like dropping the mic and like, you know, giving the finger and you're just like, I'm out. Bye. Right. Yeah, I love it. So ballsy. So courageous. You know, I know. Have and you ever done anything crazy when you got laid off? I can't think of anything. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm not that courageous when it comes to jobs. I usually try and make everyone happy. I don't want to stir the pot. How about She's you? She's a people pleaser. Um, I didn't do anything crazy, but I did. Um, after I worked in a fish restaurant, you smell so bad for so long that like, I was like, I'm going to burn my uniform. And I did. <laughs> I was like, That's I'm going to light. Cool. I'm going to light this shirt on fire. And I did. Yeah. Just like (laughs) when you go through a breakup and you want to like burn all of the things that remind you of that person you're breaking up with. And I just didn't want to smell like fried cod anymore. You know, I was like, I'm done Uh, for the rest of my life. I'm done. My hair (laughs) is deep clean. I don't know if that's bad, but, you know, it was fun to do. It felt like vengeance. Um Mm -hmm. Our guest is here. Are you excited for our guest today? Yes. I'm so excited. We've actually never met, so this is like just my way of like becoming best friends with people. She's a very, very funny stand-up comedian. Maybe you've seen her around LA. You might know her from Ohio or from Let's Go Atsuko. Give it up for Atsuko Okatsuka. Hey! Yay! Ooh, wow. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Thanks. Anna. Hi. Hi. Thanks for doing the pod. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Look at I'm... your background. I mean, people can't hear that, but it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's part of, um, yeah, it's part of Let's Go Atsuko. So it's just like my monsters, my cat. It's me trying not to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a game show, correct? It's a game show when we're not in a pandemic right. and we're doing it live. The podcast turned into more of like an interview format, just one-on-one, you know, some games, but more interview. Yeah. Yeah. We love game yeah. shows. I worked. I work on a game show. Ellen produced a game show. So I was like... She gets game shows. You, you got it. Um, yeah, I just fell into it. It's not <laughs> like it's not like I grew up being like I love, love, love game shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, there is a cult watch, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I have gotten into like floors lava and stuff. Oh, you know, I haven't that. watched this yet. Everyone talks about it, and everyone's like, "It's the best show on Netflix. You have to check it out." I have not seen it yet. The floor is lava. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't call it. It's tapped into like this weird part of all of our brains. I think that a lot of us didn't know we had, which is, like, who knew? Like, people are shocked that they're the demographic for floor is lava. <laughs> I think that's why they're. I think that's why they're recommending it because yeah. I'm shocked too. Because I would never ever have thought. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen like Not- random people, and then I've seen like Kerry Washington, just like all these people be like, "This show, man." <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's truly like you don't even have to watch it. You already know the premise. It's in the title, and it's so weird, though. It's almost like we need things to be the way we thought it was going to be right yeah. now. Yeah, maybe I hear you. Yeah. So how have yeah. you been? How has quarantine and you know the pandemic treated you, especially like employment wise? Like, what have you been up to? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, employment wise, yeah. <laughs> well, so let's go Otsko actually was we were going to we we got greenlit by Quibi. Amazing. 
before the pandemic. So we were going to have a series with them. We were developing, we were writing, we were in the writing phase. Okay. We were getting ready to shoot and then they cut budgets and then they cut our show altogether. So I'm unemployed. (laughs) But you were so close to having a series. That's, it'll happen again. I mean, if you already got to the writing room, like that's going to happen again. I'm sorry that happened though. Oh my God. No worries. I saved it for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Right. right. I mean, podcast wise, I was pretty on point, right? With like you being like, are you unemployed right now? And I. No, yeah, you flashed just like a fancy, you know, oh, I have a TV show. You've heard of this Quibi buzzword of 2019. And then you're like, just kidding. It didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on the unemployment. Okay. And yeah. And then that's why, you know, I was like, oh, I'll create another show, you know, right now while I'm, you know, sitting and watching Flores Lava. Right. Absolutely. Um, So (laughs) I want to rewind it back. I want to rewind it back to like when, where are you, where did you grow up? We've never met. I told Ellen, I always have people I admire on this podcast to make them my best friend. So where are you from? When did you go to LA? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I'm so I was I was born in Taiwan, okay. grew up in Japan, and then moved to LA. So in the States, I've never lived like I always had this dream of living in New York. I think everyone everyone does, every comedian does. Everyone in LA does. Everyone in New York is like, how do I get the hell out of here? <laughs> sure, sure. And I think people in LA feel the same way about here too. Yeah. That's my only, you know, thing that I wonder living in LA. Because I've been here like since I was 10. Mm-hmm. You know, and before I was like a comedian or anything. I was just going to school. In LA. Or whatever. Yeah. Being an LA human. Got it. <laughs> Which, Surrounded by Hollywood, you got the bug, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just worked out that I wanted to be, you know, a performer. Uh-huh. I try not to use the word industry. I don't know why. Every time I say it, I feel like I get a nosebleed. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, and I didn't even know that, like, Hollywood was so close to me. Does that make sense? Because I grew up here. Yeah. I was 10. I was an immigrant. I was living in my uncle's garage. Oh, my and God. Ev- so even when I was, like, watching movies, I didn't know Hollywood was 20 minutes away. Does that make sense? I, I didn't. It's not like I drove. My mom didn't drive. My grandma didn't drive. Uh, the three of us were undocumented, so we couldn't drive even if we wanted to. Uh, so we literally just saw what's what was within like our, I don't know, seven mile radius. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like, this is miraculous to have you in LA and you don't drive like growing up, like no one drove. I love this. This is like my, like a movie yeah. in itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took the, the bus, bus. Yeah. Train. And it never came, you know, so we just walked a lot. Wow. Um, but but also, it's also why, like, it's also why I think a lot of L.A. people don't cover all of L.A. usually. Like, mm-hmm. New Yorkers, they're just always, they have friends in other parts, you know what yeah. I mean? But L.A., it's like you're just friends with whoever's within your couple of miles. Yeah. I learned that um, when I lived there. It was 
people in Santa Monica do not talk to the people who live in West Hollywood. That's like another like world to them. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> but right, everyone yeah. stays in their small spot no matter what. Yeah. And so, you know, even as an adult, I'm like, oh, I wonder if there was another world where, you know, I traveled more, at least even within the States or lived somewhere else. But I think, yeah, I think the universe was like, you've, you moved, you've moved enough, maybe. <laughs> and um, anyway, I, I hope this this does this sum my story up a little bit. I don't know. Absolutely, but, yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like, I was thinking about past employment because you were like, mm-hmm. you know, this is it's the podcast. Um, and because <laughs> I, because I was undocumented, I actually couldn't work for a while. So oh my, my jobs God. are weird. Yeah. yeah. So what what did you start doing when you were? Did you have jobs as like a teenager and stuff? Did you so. I got my green card when I was 17 and okay. I, I actually, for some reason I waited till I legally could work. Um, because I'm, I love uh, that you're like, I couldn't work until I was, it had, a, was documented. And I'm like, who, not many people work before 17. That's usually like, the, <laughs> you're like, no God, you know, at 10, at 10 years old, I was like, shit, I gotta get a job, but I shouldn't work. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That That's true. I feel like for some reason, but then there are people out there who are like, I don't know if they're showing off. They're like, yeah, I helped out with my dad's restaurant at like 13. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted to because, you know, there was a lot of stuff I could have used. I could have ha- like need I needed. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I like waited till I legally could. Anyway, it was Cold Stone Creamery that took me in. Oh, wow. First job ever in the States. I love Cold Stone, or I did love Cold Stone. You don't seem to love it, is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I forgot my face was showing. Um, <laughs> no, That I, happens to me all the time. <laughs> I, I, I like Cold Stone. I, I love Cold Stone Creamery. Well, it's an interesting job because I don't know how much you know about it, but it's there's an audition process, like the industry. There's an audition. Because they, they sing, right? You have to sing? Right. They don't call <laughs> it a job interview. It's an audition. So you're in there singing or maybe doing a monologue or <laughs> a dance. Show me the person who does a monologue for Cold Stone Creamery. Oh, my God, my immediate enemy. I was like, who do you think you are? <gasps> Wait, so is you it know? all like theater kids who work at Cold Stone? Or are there normal <laughs> people there? Yeah, well, they were like, we can no, do our a, craft and get paid for it. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a good our- question, Ellen. Um, because actually, I know a couple of comedians. Joel Kim Booster worked at Cold Stone Creamery. I love Joel. Skinnell. Brendan so funny. Also, yeah, so in a way, kind of maybe like a lot of like theater people worked at Cold Stone or maybe <laughs> you that guys was worked like, on your tight five in between scoops. You were like, I got this. I got the next five that minutes. That sounds like fun, honestly. <laughs> it could be, except there were rules about how to perform, oh, right? Boo, so, rules. okay. You know, and then there's songs that we had to learn. So, you know, the, you know about the singing, right? And the tipping, like, yeah, I re- I don't know the song, but I remember like if you tip, everyone has to sing, right? Right. Which like in what world do you 
how, you I already got, I got the tip means I did a good job. What, in what world do you then have to do more work? You know what right. I'm saying? That's not how it works. <laughs> it just didn't make sense in my head. And it, it became this thing where people were also scared to tip because maybe they didn't want a song. Oh, no. So it was a lot of like reverse psychology. Like, what do we do? What do we do? The people being like, and it's like, I want the tip, but now I have to sing. And it was a like, cold stone. You're a cold stone. We're a scooper duper family. <laughs> when you tip the tip jar, we will try to sing in harmony. And, and oh then, but yeah, so it's, 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 um, it was like, a, is it a catch 22? You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm using the, the, yeah, the, I got you. You know what I mean? Where it was mm-hmm. like, we were kind of stoked to get the tip, but kind of not. It depends on who you worked with too. I worked with this guy who loved the singing part, who loved, and, and it's like, I was kind of over it. So but it got annoying. Cause he would, he like, he would sing a song and then in the end he would pose and then he would be like, <sighs> <laughs> you know like he would be like out of breath from doing like spins and stuff and we're like we're not auditioning for broadway right he's trying to work it so they tip even more they're like wow look at him. he's out of breath you better save this man <laughs> Put more money in. <laughs> yeah i can't complain because they took me in you know like i applied for so many jobs but the regular job interview type places wouldn't take me and oh. It is kind of interesting that it's the place that I where I had to like audition that I got in where I had to perform, right. you know, and now that like I, I do comedy or whatever. Right. You don't um, have to worry about like answering the right questions in an interview. Like, what do they want me to say? You can just like, here's how I do this song. <laughs> right. Like, right. It, like, take it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so it's it's like mixed mixed it's what we did with the mix-ins with (laughs) ice cream mixed feelings (laughs) about about the first job but but I was grateful I I won't ever forget it because because it was such a crazy weird performative job to have right after you know um being able to work uh, work for the first time you know yeah that's so cool so it had it it holds a place in your heart, Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> yeah, Cold Stone Have you ever Creamery. gotten it as an adult? Like, have you ever gone and gotten Cold Stone and you're like, Of course I, had this I job. have. <laughs> oh, Anna. And I was, you know, at the time I was working there, I was like, I would never be like that to my workers. I would, I would never force them to perform a certain way, you know? I would, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, but of course, as an adult, when I go back to Cold Stones, I'm like... <laughs> Okay, that's not how you sing the song. You know what I mean? <laughs> I find me kind of, I can't help but being like that dance teacher or something. Like, yeah, that's that's not Cold Stone Creamery posture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and those did, did the lyrics change to that? Because yeah. <laughs> that is not how we sing it. Um, but uh, also, actually, they. This is news, but. Uh, if anybody goes to Cold Stone now, they don't sing anymore after you tip. That's a thing oh, they really? have gotten rid of. Yeah. Wow. Do you still work for them? You you have all the inside scoop. Well, you know, pun intended. I, uh, <laughs> inside scoop. I love that. Um, Thanks. You know, I'm not gonna. I I do go there a lot actually, um, <laughs> just to eat it. I like the ice cream, and um, it just happened to be. Oh, that, that cake like, batter ice cream is bomb. The cake so batter good. one. I used to get really high 
in college and there was a Cold Stone on campus and my friend and I would go and get Cold Stone and then go to the movies, but we'd hide it under our sweatshirts so they oh couldn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> imagine someone taking your ticket at a movie and they're like, not only is she super high, but she's literally holding like ice cream under. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they're never going to know. <laughs> and, I'd go in and I'd be like sitting there just eating my Cold Stone. It was like right next to a movie theater. They asked yeah. for it. I don't know. Yeah, of course. I'm glad you didn't get caught. Thank you. <laughs> well, which, you know, it's always like other teenagers who are like responsible for stopping you from bringing ice cream in or whatever. And so I'm always like, what's your what's your like will? Like, why? Why do you listen to the rules when you know it's bullshit? You know, it, I know it's hard. Like, I know it's your job and you don't want to get fired. But if your manager's not watching... You know, like I used to give away free ice cream all the time because I really I knew, yeah, because if my manager wasn't watching or if she was because there was a at a, a certain point where she got she was pregnant, so she wasn't in the store at all. Mm. And that period, a lot of free ice cream, you know, got taken. <laughs> Sorry if How I long sound did you... crazy. I'm hungover, no. by the way. No, no, it's okay. I was hungover yesterday. I'm on the day. I'm on the day after. I'm on the up and up. <laughs> I feel you. I was there yesterday. <laughs> Two drinks and and I didn't really eat dinner and I was like, "Woo, loopy." And I'm like, "Oh, man, my tolerance is different in in the quarantine days than it used than like when we used to go out." You can drink more or less? No, less, less. Do you drink more now or less? Oh, yeah, I drink. Yeah, I thought Oh, is that not a thing we we're doing collectively? No, yeah, everyone is drinking more. I don't know if you've heard that, but drinking is up. Yeah, I thought everyone's tolerance was up, but Anna, mine's you are. <laughs> I think mine's down because I'm not like out, so I don't like, I don't know. I never drank in my apartment before this. Is that weird? I never had alcohol in my apartment. Now I'm like, oh, we should get wine. We should have vodka. Right. So sure. it's still new. I drink out, but when you don't go out, I don't think about it. As, I drink ginger ale. Ellen knows I drink ginger ale like nonstop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> that's good. Actually, this that's how you're supposed to drink is <laughs> what the doctors would say. It's yeah. when you drink alone inside when you have nothing to celebrate, but you do it. <laughs> That's alcoholism. (laughs) So it's like, and then my, for me, I'm like, well, every day is a celebration. (laughs) Absolutely. Especially now. You got another day? Celebrate it. There's always a reason to celebrate, which is doctors don't like that answer. Just BT dubs. (laughs) (laughs) When they're doing their checkup and they're like, how often do you drink? And you're like, every day is a celebration. (laughs) Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, but like alone. I'm like, yes, alone. Of course, alone. Like I'm drinking it alone. Yes. How many times do I have to say that? And yeah, that yeah, half a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're at Cold Stone. How long did you work there until uh, this career at Cold Stone came to an end? I worked there for just like a year. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Because I also just had a hard time keeping jobs and then after that I started tutoring I found the world of tutoring and babysitting nice we've had a lot of tutors and babysitters uh from friends I'm gonna say it in the industry who were Mm. doing that as as (laughs) everyone has to join the patreon to watch 
your nosebleed because they're not getting the video unless they pay, right. baby. Oh, I'm, I should have made that more of an auditory experience. Yeah. So what happened was <laughs> I pointed at my nose and pretended blood started coming out when she said the word that Industry. I won't repeat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah. did it already. Sorry, back to... You were tutoring. Yes, tutoring, right. But for me, I wonder, I don't know about the people you talk to, I for sure was not equipped for tutoring. It was, I just was in uh, the suburbs. I was living in the suburbs at this time. I moved to be with my boyfriend, my first ever boyfriend. He lived in the suburbs. So it was just like rich white people, rich white neighborhoods, you know. And Perfect um, for tutoring, yeah. Exactly. And what happened was I thought I would try. I saw I had heard other people were doing it. Mm -hmm. And they said, Oh, yeah, you just post your information uh, at like pediatrician offices, right in front of. Wow. Right? Because that's where kids and moms will be. Yeah. And so I did. And I think I'm pretty sure it's by my name alone. I got clients, I got phone calls, because it's not like I really put my credentials at this point, you know, I, I got into like, like all my peers, all my other Asian American friends were getting into like the greatest schools. And I had really bad grades in high school. So I, I didn't I, like I, I went to UC Riverside, but I also dropped out in the middle mm -hmm. of it. Like I'm not equipped to be a tutor. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, know but I'm less saying? is more. You were like, I'm going to make this look nice. You know, and they'll uh, we'll see who bites. I think that, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think that's smart in a lot of ways to not put everything down. People bit, yeah, people yeah. bit. Just seeing Atsuko Okatsuka. Isn't that crazy? I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what happened. And we'll call it what it is, you know? <laughs> sure, we'll call it what it is. You <laughs> it's say racist. It. It's racist. <laughs> but I was like, oh They were God, like, I this name, hmm. Must be smart, I know, and uh, uh, I hate that, but also, you know what, in this case, use it and make that fucking rich, you know, suburban money if you can. Yeah, totally, because, like, it's not my fault they didn't do the research, you know what right. I mean? And I did okay because, for the most part, I was, like, their, the kid's cheerleader. That's really what a lot of these kids need is not someone to actually super know the material, but it's just someone to help them sit with them while they do their homework because they right. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. What were you tutoring? Were you like all subjects or just? All subjects, but mostly, of course, mostly math. <laughs> and that's where I got in. It was it was hard because like at one point I was tutoring geometry and I was like, and I don't even I don't even know geometry. <laughs> Me neither. So I would what I would do is like I, I would buy the same book that they're they were working on and I would uh -huh. kind of like study it right before I would get to the house. I would, nice. I would study it first and then um, figure it out. I'm not stupid, stupid, you know, so, <laughs> um, so I was just a little one step before them. That's all. I love it. I imagine my brain just pictured you at like a Starbucks and you're just like finishing up that geometry book and they're like, did you <laughs> see the tutor at Starbucks learning geometry? <laughs> 30 minutes before the lesson? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I got, I, got I mean, it's a small town, you know, small suburban towns. They talk. All those I love it. And yeah, they, they love their coffee, you know. <laughs> so you were so. tutoring and you were babysitting 
both like same family you'd be like i'm gonna tutor and then i'm gonna babysit and they'd pay you great money cash checks fuck yeah checks okay (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i don't know i that's when i learned i was like i think checks mean more than cash but um yeah because i was still like young and figuring out how like money anything worked so um yeah i was i was babysitting other families like i wouldn't necessarily do babysitting and tutoring at the same time but it was Uh an interesting it was interesting because it was my first time like living in a suburban part of the U.S. Like I had only seen in it move seen it in movies. So yeah. I was literally like tutoring like tennis instructors, and you know, like like one <laughs> one guy was like a famous tennis instructor or something in Santa Clarita Valley. Santa Clarita is they made a show called Santa say- Clarita Diet. Yes, yes. I so haven't seen, I've it, seen like an episode, but yeah, it's like everybody's perfect, right? And it's like cut clean grass and like nice houses and rich people and Yeah, that's I get where it. I lived. Yeah, just cuz my boyfriend was in that town. Um I, like I would have never pictured it, but it was exactly that, you know. Um <laughs> So how long did you live in Santa Clarita in this in this world of tutoring? I lived there for 8 years because Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, for because I was there for to be closer to my boyfriend or to be with my boyfriend, and then we broke up, and then I immediately started uh, dating someone else out there. So I think you know self sabotage is a thing like <laughs> in my life that I you know, that was very you know a thing that I did to myself where I I was like okay if this is like the life I know then you know, I, I can't fail. <laughs> Is that wrong? I got you. You were scared. You didn't want to move on yet. I get that. You didn't, you were like, I already am comfortable with like what I'm doing here. So I don't want to like, even though you look back and you're probably like, I should have moved. I should have like pursued other places or things. Right. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? Yeah. I think like underneath I knew I wanted to move, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I have, I'm in I'm in a relationship here and I go to the community college here and I have the my clients who I tutor and mm-hmm. but at that time that's when I fell into stand up comedy though when I was living mm. there. I was going to ask you were you also doing comedy at this point cuz that changes everything, right? Like then if you have places you're booked at, it's like yeah. I don't know. It it makes sense I think I needed stand-up comedy and like I wanted to do it too. The desire and the need was both there because like it was unnatural for me to be living like a suburban mom when <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not one. <clears throat> right. You know, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah, so I, I found stand-up like while I was living out there and then I started doing shows, but then I was having to drive to the city from the suburbs to and, go do shows in LA like proper yeah yeah so yeah so I think you know like I that's that's when I decided to take comedy more seriously mm-hmm. that's when I also left the suburbs I gotcha which, which did was, you do, do <laughs> did you do jokes about like the suburbs like where you were living in the suburbs like did you mock the people you know like the people you met there and stuff I talked about like the tutoring a little bit, but mm-hmm. not as much because I don't think that's interesting. I, I actually really super 
didn't. I don't know if I was brainwashed. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't know if it's brainwashed, but for some reason, I never <gasps> talked about that town. I I just talked about like tutoring. I I hinted at it that that you know like I um, that I was I was hired just because of my name and you know <laughs> and I remember like the the one of the kids that I was tutoring one time came home from school and said. Um, that they tried nori for the first time, which is um, the Japanese seaweed snack. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, because uh, her friend gave it to her, and she tried it for the first time. And I asked her, I said, oh, is your friend Asian? You know, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, maybe it's an Asian kid if, you know. And <laughs> right. she said, she said, uh, she said, no, uh, a normal um, kid gave it to me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And that's when I was like, I think that was the first time I realized, I was like, oh, shit, you haven't been seeing me as, like, a normal person. Like, you, this <laughs> whole so time. Cr- How old were I mean? they? Yeah. <laughs> Seventh also, because in this area, they didn't, like, it sounds like it wasn't very diverse, like, the school system, at least, right? It was, like. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Because it's, like, there was being normal, and then there was being <laughs> Asian or who who knows whatever else, right? Um, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so things like that happened. So I did talk about that, but I wasn't like, yeah, it's so weird. I It's not like I had the idea to make something like talk like Santa Clarita Diet did. And I wonder, right. I wonder if you're in it, maybe you. it's hard to like see from the outside perspective as much. But yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I'm rambling. Yeah. No, no, it's great. So then you finally were like, I'm going to L.A. I'm going to do comedy full time. Or did you have a job in L.A. that you had to do like a survival job before, you know, it kind of like it's so weird. It's like once I made that shift, it kind of started happening quicker. Right. It really is like you have to fully commit to it and know that that's what you just want to focus on. Um, And yeah, so I was teaching a dance fitness class <laughs> I yeah and I I still do because I like doing it I just do it twice a week um for really fun. yeah where on your own I want to I've been doing dance cardio this is my new quarantine workout oh, and I'm fascinated by it yeah so just like YouTube videos or do you have a specific like teacher that you like or something? There's this teacher I've been like following. I saw I found her like on Instagram and then I like was like she's not hard. It's it's very easy dancing. I'm not good at dancing. Hey, but. Anna, I I you said it, but I I wasn't going <laughs> to I don't know. I don't know what to do when someone's like so I was like, yeah, I'm doing this thing. I'm terrible at it. I really am. I don't know <laughs> no, what I'm to say. No, I'm good at her. I'm good at hers because it's for, <laughs> it's, for, it's for dummies. It's like dance cardio, fitness for dummies. You know, it's like a lot of jumping jacks, but to a beat. So I can do that. that I no, can that's nail. really fun. No, I know. <laughs> I'm sure you're a great <laughs> dancer, actually, Anna. I'll but... show you after. I'll show you. I'll, well, we'll it's do so. to, you can't argue against someone who's already being like I'm bad at it I'm telling you it's like okay I believe you <laughs> no I mean like you know I'm humble I might be amazing it's it I've been doing it how long how long have we been in quarantine eight months I've been doing it a while that's amazing no that's great I I love I love like a dance fitness workout um 
And yeah, so I, I, I taught it at a studio near my place, Heartbeat House. And then at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, maybe I'll like keep it going for people's spirits to, you know. Yeah. Uh, to to help people out during this time, they can work out at home without having to be exposed at the gym or you know whatever. Also, they were closed anyway, the studios. Um, and so I was just like selling it online once a week, but then that broke my spirit too. So I, I've stopped, like I've stopped altogether. But, really? Uh, yeah. Will I, you teach Ellen and me a class? I would take your dance fitness class. You can totally have a link because there. So I was pre-recording them, so there was oh. no there was no buffering issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes like people get really upset when they're working out and then um, you freeze. Oh, that I do. That happened. Oh, I do. Bad. Yeah. I flip out. I'm like this fucking television. I'm gonna throw it out the. I really lose my shit when it freezes because you're like you're sweaty. You're in it, and then you're like, now what? Yeah, I think I've seen like human beings get grumpy and uh, really grumpy in two two times, two different times. And one's that right during a intense workout, and another mm-hmm. one's right before, like when they get hungry. <laughs> yeah, hangry, right? Hangry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. fitness instructors and like the food industry workers really see monsters all the time. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The m- monsters and people. That's so true. And then you become one when you work in the industry, you end up becoming that because you you know your limits. You don't you everything's out the window. Oh, I you mean in the in the food service industry? Yeah, oh yeah. Did you ever yeah. work in the food service industry? I did. I I skipped that part, I guess. Well, <laughs> this was in Santa Clarita <laughs> too. But I only got to be host of a restaurants they never Mm. wanted me to be a waiter (laughs) so i just got because you're cute that's that's why Uh, we get hired as hosts it's because you're pretty and they're like yeah we need a cute person at the door and you're like no but i want to do more i i was a host for many years as well and i was like it's because of my outfit and they're like yeah (laughs) oh what host pride well i never heard i never thought it thought of it that way but um you know, now that you're saying it's our face, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't have been very so welcoming face. <laughs> yeah. If you went in just like after a rough night and you were like, I need to fucking serve. They'd be like, yeah, put her, get her away from the door. <laughs> well, you, you just got paid more as a server, too. So I was. Yeah, I wanted that. But they were like, no, but don't you just want to stand there? I'm like, no. <laughs> what? I, no, it's actually, so I don't. Yeah. Um, and so I, I got fired from one of the jobs because from I hosting? showed it. Yeah, I have a hard time not showing when I'm, I guess, like earlier, you were like, oh, you, you, I can't hide it in my face. <laughs> you know, like earlier when you could tell I was like having bad memories or something about Cold Stone. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. You, went, you went there. So when yeah. you're bored at a host stand, yeah, it's very, I would always be told, like, smile more, like, you know, I don't know, take a walk around and like, you know, show people your energy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm literally, I'm totally. freezing. I'd be like, I'm freezing. I'd stand <laughs> by, because it's always cold. They make you wear a little, little nothing dress, right? When you're hosting, at least they did were in New York City and it, the Whoa, air was where? always cold. 
And then I'd sit by a candle. We had a candle on the host stand and they'd be like, that's for decoration. And I'd be like, well, I'm freezing. And I used it as a heater. <laughs> this is my memory of hosting. Oh, no, Anna, wh- where did you work? Oh, everywhere, everywhere. I started, I went to school in Boston. So I started hosting there, which was when I was in college, which was fun. Wow. Um, they never were like, here's a tiny dress for to me. <laughs> but only they were like, no, just your head, just your face. <laughs> just stand behind the counter. They never showed my body. Like I was always behind a counter, like up to my chest. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Yeah. I once I mean, I talk about it a lot now. I wrote a pilot. Uh, it was a, it was a murder comedy, but I I believe it was just like me working through my restaurant days because my boss used to say he'd be like you know if you wear lower cut shirts like you know business will be better or like you know you should really wear higher heels and I'd be like something hmm. feels wrong about that I didn't know that that was like you know sexist and like wrong but I was like this doesn't right. feel right the way he's telling me to dress and behave and for sure yeah like yeah that. yeah. <laughs> So I killed him in a comedy, you know? (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, that's the only way you can, like, heal if, you know, it's so hard because, yeah, I think I think about the, you know, the rules that they give you. But then it's like, actually, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You just made it up. Yeah. So after okay so it was restaurants and then you found dance fitness how did you find dance fitness because i'm i'm fascinated by people especially who like it's not your main thing obviously comedy is but then the the fitness thing it's a good thing to get into you get free classes then you get like perks and you're in shape (laughs) yeah yeah but then you have to also be an example i feel like which is a (laughs) Uh, tough when you're like a drinker and a smoker like me (laughs) you know and like um and the things you eat or whatever or post about I'm not that kind of dance fitness instructor in fact like people know like even my clients know like I just happen to be good at the type of dance that I teach Mm -hmm. um I so I teach dance hall so it's dance a two hall. two dance hall music, the the Jamaican uh, cool music, and <laughs> none of it makes sense, honestly. <laughs> uh, like the more the, like the things that I'm into, super you would never know, like just by looking at me and my bangs, like I, I, <laughs> you would never ever think that I'm like you know able to like wipe my waist, do a handstand, and then fall into splits and then twerk my way up. You know what I mean? Holy shit! My body was never supposed to do. My face was never supposed to be able to do that. You know what I mean? This person, it, me, these fierce bangs, never. But um, it's like dancehall music is what, like, I really love it. It's 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 what I listen to. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, it started in grad school. I went to art school um, where, yeah, I was, I mean, I, I did dance kind of throughout my life. Okay. In high school, I was a cheerleader. I needed friends. I liked performing. I liked dancing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, those three things added up. (laughs) And uh, and actually, the cheerleading skills is what I think got me the job at Cold Stone Creamery because I was able to do, like, gymnastics and dance and do a cheer. Yeah. You know, and... uh, And you can do splits. You're, like, 
You can do all of that. I can't do a split. I'm not flexible, but you can like. I can do a split. I mean, you know, honestly, it doesn't do anything for me. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it's not a skill. It's not a skill that really helps me during, oh a, pan- during a pandemic. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, it could be a good Instagram photo, you know, like, hey, impressive split. You know, if I saw that, I'd be like, fuck, wow, she could split. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then. And then that's it. <laughs> oh, no. I was hoping. And yeah, because then we're, we're sponsored posts from Cold Stone Creamery for their new. Oh, banana my, God. Oh my God. Yeah. Or, or, you know, what are the, the yoga cl- clothing? Like a Lululemon. They're like, look at that split. Put her in our leggings. Yeah. And then you're like, Outdoor getting free shit. Is like, she's, wow, doing, yeah. she's doing stuff. Is that their thing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hard being like, you know, I don't want people to teeter too far away from what I want to f- want people to focus on, you know, <laughs> uh, which is uh, it's so bad. I'm going to use another word that also makes my nose bleed is, you know, thinking about your brand. Oh, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> you know, think, think so about- weird. As soon as you said it, she went into a split and it was just like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Yeah. I see that cheerleader really coming out. Uh, it's 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 hard, you know. What, what is she? Is she is she an art gallery owner? Is she a comedian? Is she does she wop? You know, and oh, she um, wops. Yeah, you wop in all those areas, honey. Why not? I just yeah, and so um, that's why. What is it? Oh, that's why I haven't like I don't split all the time, but I do dance in my socials, you know, and people know that that's what I also do i was gonna say i've seen you dance uh because i follow you isn't that weird uh, that we've never hung out but i'm like i told ellen i was like oh my god and she dances so it's like she's good and she's so fun and like you're it it seems like your happy place like to dance anna once this whole thing is over we dance (laughs) yeah well i'll I'll be i'll be there i'll be in new york i will okay i will I want to do so many free live comedy shows in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we pay. Some sometimes, you know. Some well, I mean, it. during this, since you can't, like, you can't charge. Oh, right? you want to come on, like, to the roof and the yeah? I got you. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, there's no roofs here. Not no safe ones, at least not here. <laughs> That's why there's literally, I th- like one. There's only like a couple drive-in comedy shows happening, but. I hope this is still on topic. I th- this this is about employment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. no, totally. Yeah. It is. But anyway. Um, anyway, so I love that. So you did dance all through now, until now, right? And now you're just kicking it, creating shows and living on unemployment. <laughs> and doing Zoom comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> just like the same old stuff, like auditions or what whatnot. But, you know, life is like, it's still kind of like, uh, yeah, before the pandemic a little bit, but now with unemployment added, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. Um, wait, so we're going to call someone or we're going to bring someone into the Zoom, I should say, who is unemployed. But before we get to get, I had one more question for you because uh, I am obsessed with your grandmother and your content while we're on the content page. Uh, you put your grandmother in a lot of stuff, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I had a very special relationship. My grandma died last year, but I always shot content with her and made video, both, both my grandmas, and now they both passed away. But like, I just, I connected to it and I was like, oh, I love it. So I just want to know, does she love being in it? Does she, is she, she's a performer. I mean. She didn't know she was until I think she started being in the videos. And then, <laughs> and now like for the, like every show that I create, I try to put her in it. Uh, if I'm in something, I try to I try to get her a job on set too. Not everyone likes that, but <laughs> like like we've worked together actually on a shoot before me and uh, me and my grandma. Really? Um, yeah. Like a TV show? It was for Mocha, the Museum uh, of Contemporary Art, uh-huh. and they ha- they were doing these series of videos for like their digital content or whatever. And it was me and Fred Armisen were superheroes and. Um, they needed like an additional plot, like me. So like, I could fly, but Fred Armisen's character couldn't fly. But um, and they wanted some conflict, so I was like, okay, well, how about I can't take him to the next location because he had to fly on my back okay. to places. I was like, so what if? Okay, so I can't take him. I'm busy, but my grandma, my grandma's not busy. <laughs> and so she so she uh, takes him, you know, so he flies on my grandma's back. And the director was like, yeah, 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 we've seen videos of your grandma. She's yeah, she's great. Actually, yeah. And so she got cast. <laughs> and so there's uh, yeah. So in the series, it's my 85 year old grandma, watch this. my 85 year old grandma. Yeah. And Fred Armisen flying on her back. And they're. He's trying to improv with her, and but you know she she doesn't yes and as well. So I think she just goes. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> I think she just goes yeah, and that's it. Like <laughs> like he's like you're so great. Thanks for taking me to the place, and she just goes yeah. And uh, <laughs> but does she yes. know who Fred Armisen? Like did, would she know Fred Armisen? Does she know he you know his work no. at all? No. I was going to say, my grandma would have no idea who that is. So I think that's so, that's even better for it. <laughs> right. She's just like, I'm doing, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing a job performing. Right. <laughs> it's so fun, you know, and I love it because, yeah. That's so great. I love that. I also like, would love to hear that your grandmother was like, oh, are you in the industry too? To like Fred Armisen. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so how would you describe your brand? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry well, to hear about your grandmas. Oh, thank you. I used to do this I, when Vine was really popular. I used to do these vines with my grandma, and yeah. I, I'll have to show you them. They, I posted one on TikTok, and it did okay. But I would tell her to say the worst word she knows, and then <laughs> I would just film her saying that. I'd be like, "Tell me the baddest word you know," and she'd be like, "Shit, bitch," <laughs> you know, uh, "asshole." My grandma also is a very. She's from like you know. Bro- uh, Queens and she grew up in New York and she's very like Jewish Queens and uh, but then this was where it got a little tricky I, she'd be like bitch shit asshole lesbian and I was like no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm like they're, they're not on the same level and she's like why not <laughs> you know oh my god yeah wow. You know, that's why my brother waited to come out till after she died. <laughs> it was just like a Freudian slip. She was just trying to have fun with you. But then, you know, she's yeah. like, these were bad words in my day. 
<laughs> so true. Yeah. Oh my God. Working woman. <laughs> <laughs> Equal pay for women. <laughs> she's just yelling things that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know, I, I get where she's coming from. So, sure. we, oh, you said we're gonna call someone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's standing by. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, so I want to just give you his, like, backstory. We're going to call him. We're going to give him a pep talk or just talk to him about, like, what it's like right now to be uh, unemployed. Um, so I here's the thing. He's been unemployed since December because he's a film worker in New York City. And then he said it's not unusual for TV people above or below the line. Wow. Okay. Can we say industry terms? Because those are them. Uh <laughs> it's not unusual for TV people to, TV people above or below the line to take breaks at the end of jobs or not work from Christmas to February because it's slow unless you're on a job that overlaps from fall to spring semester. So I was planning to go back to work in February or March, which is usually pilot season, but obviously that is when the lockdown started. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And he in which part of the film industry i think he works in craft services i i I know he did i don't know if he moved to a new area um but i've actually never met this person he's a good friend of mine's brother so we've met on social media you know like through instagram but that's about it but um i think he's here is he here yes alex this is atsuko she's my guest today Hi, nice you- to meet you. Um, I have a confession. I may already follow you on Instagram. Oh, that's, that's the nicest confession. Who doesn't want not want to hear that? I know, right? <laughs> Wait, so tell us. You you gave me the rundown. I want to hear what's going on. So you kind of like you were ready for a hiatus, right? As soon as quarantine like hap started. Right. Well, <laughs> like I worked. I work in TV. I've lived in New York for ten years. Most of my jobs have been film jobs. My my first job in TV was I did craft services on Thirty Rock, and that was like over ten years ago. Um, oh wow! But since then, I I started doing union jobs, which is like uh, set dressing, prop special effects. I've been doing that for like three or four years, but. Regardless, if you only work on TV shows in New York City, you're very, a lot of people are just used to maybe not working from Christmas to January, February, and then pilot season starts. It's kind of like the school year. Mm -hmm. That's like the easiest way to say it in terms of shoot schedules. I uh, stopped working in December thinking like, oh, well, I'll just be able to, you know, hop on a job in like February and then like, (laughs) oh shit, COVID happened. Yeah, Alex, what is your so we were talking about how like some productions coming back, right? It's like it's happening. Yes. Are you looking for a job now? Or are you enjoying this? You know? Yeah, I, I've been at the beach for like, four months. I'm like, reluctant to tell people that like me and my boyfriend, we like, went to Rhode Island in March. And we're like, we might stay for a few weeks. We stayed at his parents beach house until freaking August. But Amazing. in the context of work, I mean, it's very complicated, because like, Shows are coming back, as in productions are shooting in New York, but like obviously no one wants to get sued. So you have this, and I know everyone's talked about COVID and the industry to death. None of the networks have content banked. Like that's why like Blue Bloods, like you you didn't get like a full season of Blue Bloods or whatever. So like the networks are trying to weigh like every day that they're not filming, they are losing millions of dollars. Cause you think of Netflix or any network, like, they're all to produce a show is a long-term investment 
But at the mm -hmm. same time, if I go back to work, I'm, I'm below the line. I'm not a producer or writer. I'm a prop person. I'm an on-set person. I'm below the line. Now, I don't mean that in a negative, but that's just to distinguish you from being a creative or producer. If I go back yeah. to work and I get COVID, whose fault is it? Is it my fault? If I die, does my family get a settlement? Like, is it NBC's mm -hmm. fault? Is it? So right now they are, they do have some shows going back. Um, but like productions are very limited. Like I'm not a member of my union. I'm a, I'm a permit worker, which means when it's very busy, if they don't have enough union members, then I would get to work. Now, what that's, what's mm -hmm. that, what that has meant in the past few years, because it's so busy is it almost doesn't matter if you're a member of the union, like you do have more job union. security, but like I have all the benefits. Right. I'm paid the same as union person. I have amazing, amazing health insurance, which is based on how many hours I work. I still have health insurance because it's like banked from last year. I worked, I worked more last year than I've ever worked, which is why I've been able to like not work this year. But so that's great. Yeah. But so there's 4,000 people on the available list. I'm on this list um, to go back to work. Oh my God. But, and that sounds like a lot, but you also have to consider like the productions that are back are limited to like 25 to 50 person crews, whereas normally a TV show would be like several hundred people. If you include like the, pro right. if you include the production office, the writer's room, if you consider like people that are doing stuff offset, people that are like wrapping locations or building a location for the following week, like that's hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, and mm -hmm. if you factor <laughs> in like, think about like one, like think about one scene in a TV show with like a lot of background, like that's, that's where it's going to get really hard because like, if you want to do a scene with a party, it's very hard to do it without all of those background mm -hmm. people, but background people, even when I write, even when I'm writing right now, sorry to cut you off, but I'm like, I keep thinking that in my head, like, Oh, you don't, I don't want to write a scene where there's like people. Right. I'm like, two, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. two people and mm -hmm. they're on a seesaw. And like, that's all that I could or, shoot. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I know it's also like the same with like kissing and stuff. I mean, it's just going to take a long time for things to go back to normal. I do think that New York yeah. will be busy again, but it probably won't be till next year, realistically. Ugh. Yeah. Well, you seem to be great. I, I, you know, I feel like, is there any, you know, anything you wanted to ask either of us? Because you said you're a longtime listener, and I appreciate that so, so much. Goodness. But um, I don't usually open up questions to my guests, but you were excited to come on. I was excited to have you. So this is a moment right now for us. This is, this I don't is know happening. If, it's a moment. I don't know if either of y'all can answer this, like, quickly, but, like, and this might be like a g generic question, but like end game for both of you. End game. Is it, I have my own talk show and I know you both have very different goals because you have different careers, different trajectories. Atsuko is in LA, I believe. Mm -hmm. So that's my question is like, yeah. what, what is what, your dream? What is our, what's our dream you're job? Li you're living your dream as working comedians and actresses and writers. But what is like, I want to know what the end game is. End game. Dream job. Asko, you want to go for it? Yeah, your dream job. You know, it's hard to answer. Well, when you first said Endgame, I started going, yeah. you know, I started thinking <laughs> Adven Avengers. He's going to ask something. <laughs> He's going to ask about the next Avengers. How are they going to sh shoot with COVID protocol yes. safely? <laughs> you know, and so I started thinking, okay, I'm going to have to answer this, you know, um, as a, as a co-producer on um, Endgame. 
yeah <laughs> the adventures you know like I, I was just saying that let's go let's go was um it was gonna be a show on quibi it was a series that wow. got got picked up and we were like almost in production and then and then they had to cut budget so our show is now cut like it's not gonna air um Ew. and so you know, know going things like that it's kind of it's kind of hard to figure out i guess that yeah so i don't quite like have a big answer for that but that um i'm gonna you know continue creating shows it's because what i love to do yeah my end game is simple i want to do porn Whoa! Good, great. Thank it's you. Possible. You can do it. Yeah, why don't like, you just do it now? Today. All right, here I go. Yeah. Um, What's stopping you? <laughs> no, literally, I I know my parents would support it, which is also frightening. Um, mm. Like my dad's probably like, why hasn't she tried that yet? You know, like at least try. Um, no, my end game is yeah. I want my own shows. You know, I I feel like that's the end game. I want I want to entertain people with ideas I came up with. I mean, I see I see you as like a to- I see you as like a talk show host, like something like busy Phil. I, you know, I'm trying I'm trying yeah. to con- that I'm show got to- canceled. <laughs> I know, that's, what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you should do, no, 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 lead it's with like, Oprah. Give me someone who's gone, <laughs> who's done it forever. But now I feel like I'm giving you career advice. I just like want to see you I loved it. I need it. You know, <laughs> well, we need it. This is great. You know what? I know why you bring callers in. It's they help us. And <laughs> yeah, it usually Alex, ends up like you know, that. Yeah. You, yeah, Every time st- it is like that, I'm always like, wow, I should really just start over. This was really helpful. I'm oh, go. he really does know the industry. I think you should be an exec. You really know. I'm an, I'm an auntie. I may not be a creator or an actor, or I may not be trying to write, but I do watch what everyone's doing, and I have opinions. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, yeah, you, you, your suggestions are also great. Alex, thanks for hanging out with us. This was so fun. You're a dreamboat. Oh you I love you. Thank you for having me. This is my first, baby's first podcast and baby's first call-in. Yay, Alex. So exciting. I'm, I'm so gonna, glad we got to officially meet. I'm going to find you. Please, I'm gonna, please, I wanna... don't e- please don't edit me out. Helen's <laughs> editing all of this out. She's like, please no. Don't, this please podcast don't is going to be five minutes long. Wait, Alex, uh, Alex, I want to, well, can we connect too later? Like, of course, I'll, yeah. I'll DM you. I'll bother okay. you. Okay. I'll bother okay. both of you so you don't forget okay. me. I know, I know you all have many suitors. Wasn't this a great guest? Was it a great surprise? So, you oh seem- my gosh, I, I'm such a fan of all three of you. Aww, Thank you so, so nice. much. Thank you. Right. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Enjoy your rice. Bye. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know he was your biggest fan. I didn't know that our caller was going to literally be the I didn't, fan. I didn't, I didn't know that the caller was going to give us career advice that... That always happens. It was really, really, really helpful. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, I, we're going to end on that. I want to know. You were so fun to talk to. I'm so glad we got to do this. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, where can people find you? I'm at Otsko Comedy on my socials. You can find me there. And, and, you know, anything I'm up to is there. So, yeah. Perfect. All right. Should we wrap this up? Should we wrap this thing up? That was such a great episode. 
Love her. That's it, everyone. We did it. Another episode is in the can. Oh, this was so much fun. Thanks to Atsuko. Thank you to Alex, our caller. I loved this whole day. Uh, guys, if you want to listen to the other episodes, you can. They are all there on Unemployed with Anna, or you can, you know, on every platform, Spotify, I don't know, Apple, or you can find us on social media at Unemployed with Anna on Instagram or at Unemployed PDCST on Twitter. I got to fucking change that that's got to change uh but yeah you can find us there or at anna roisman i always post about the podcast and uh please don't forget to rate and review and tell a friend and if you want to join the patreon ooh la la we would so appreciate it and you can watch all these videos we're videoing these now because tech is amazing and we love it that's it bye Hey, everyone. In case you didn't hear me sneak it in like 10 times throughout this episode, Unemployed Podcast has a Patreon. The Patreon is a way for people to support the podcast. You can sign up for as little as $5 a month or more. Millions. We'll take it all. And it seriously helps us keep this thing going. So I want to shout out to our amazing patrons who have shown love to this podcast. Shout out to Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Blue Jay, Vic, and Jonathan Ediger. You are awesome. Thank you so much. And if you want to shout out on the next episode, just find us at patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. Thanks. Love you.